All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Slob in the Pod. Uh, before we get into this episode, I want to thank our sponsors for this episode. And today, uh, episode spo- <laughs> today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. Uh, Liquid IV is uh, six in one in one stick of liquid of six. God damn it! Dude. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm too. Okay, hold on. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Contains five essential vitamins of B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sport drinks. Made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Have you guys ever used uh, liquid IV before? I do it all the time, yeah. Yeah? You? Emil? Yep. Yeah. For hangovers, what do you get? Uh, yeah, that's like the number one thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Cody? Um, do you go on runs and shit, and you you take one like after or before? Right, so, so when uh, I, I keep them in my kit, you know, <gasps> and you're and you're like, yeah, everybody has a kit in their car, right? Yeah. That has extra stuff in it, you know, and oh, and is it like in case you guys get into like a crash or something, or like what? get stuck in mud, well, you know, trapped yeah, in the snow, duct tape and zip ties, and you know, whatever, um, you know, uh extra pair of pants and shovel well uh, like anyways yeah yeah but liquid ivs in there you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely extra toiletries you know whatever. Oh, okay whatever well if you guys want to enjoy liquid iv to help with your hangover or help with uh burying a body uh just go to liquidiv.com and you get 20 percent off when you use the promo code slob that's s-l-o-b slob for 20 percent off plus free shipping all right, thank you, uh, Liquid IV, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, let's start the let's start the episode. Dead man, we're talking about it like they're possessed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're. <laughs> you ever see the the Curb Your Enthusiasm, enthusiasm episode when uh, he takes the shoes from the Holocaust um, Museum? Oh, oh, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I just saw a clip. Never good shoes. I saw a clip yeah. on TikTok, and for some reason, he didn't have his shoes, and he was like looking through the glass. There was a, a big pile of all the shoes they took from like the Holocaust and stuff. Yeah, and he's looking at them, and he's like. There's like a nice pair, like an old pair, and he puts yeah. them on. And they show next scene where he's at the party, and he's like, like doing this, looking at him, like these are pretty nice. <laughs> but like no one knows they're from like the Holocaust yeah. Museum. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Slob on the Pod, uh, your sister's favorite podcast. I'm here with Dustin Ibarra. Yeah, the ultimate slob <laughs> on the pod. I know, like you got the hair and everything. I know. I, I like it. it. Sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, how can I make myself look less homeless? Right now, <laughs> man. And then we got Nick Romero. What's up? How you doing? Thank you guys actually for coming out here. We really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Hey, dude, fucking Waldorf Astoria, man. <laughs> the Waldorf. Is I awesome. know. Like, yeah. We pull up and I start seeing Beverly Hills. And I'm like, where the fuck are we staying at? I was thinking like, because he got it. He didn't tell us where we were going. So I thought we were going to like a Motel 6 or something. I was expecting that. Yeah, when he told me too, I was like, "Are you sure it's a Waldorf? It's like this must be some kind. Of, they must have spelled it wrong, like the off, <laughs> the off brand the Waldorf." You got something. out of the car and you just saw the most subpar looking people, but all done up, yeah. looking fancy, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, wow!" <laughs> yeah, yeah we, like, came, we came in. They were like Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy at the. Uh, 
at the desk, front desk, he didn't, he like didn't believe me. He was like, "Oh, we got to call up to the room. What's the name?" And I'm calling. I gave him your name. I gave him Cody's name, and he's like, "That's not uh, on the room." So uh, <laughs> yeah, we know you're lying now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like so obvious. Like, ah, oh, come on. Oh, and then uh, we got Cody Beeson. Sorry, Cody. Hi, how you doing? What's up, dude? Hey, man. Oh man, thank you for doing this. No, thank you guys. Thanks. This is cool. Um, so, how long have you guys been doing comedy? Oh my! Yeah. I know. Is that like? Is that no? I've been doing it like probably twenty years. I started when I was like seventeen, man. Oh shit! So really? It's been a long time. Yeah. And for you? Uh, five now. Oh so shit! Five okay. years. Yeah. I'm so grateful to have Dustin, man. He's fucking oh. taking me under his wing and Wait. just kind of helping, <laughs> helping polish, man. You know, helping helping me out here, and it's been really cool, man. Also, uh, shout out to Pablo Francisco, dude. He's been oh, fuck yeah. taking us out on the road. Uh, Dustin's been working with him for a long time, but uh, Pablo's been really, really instrumental in just helping fucking... Yeah, Pablo's awesome, dude. Helping yeah. develop everything, dude. Yeah. It's great, man. What's it like, like, performing with him? Oh, it's great, dude, man. Because, I mean, he's been around for so long, like... Yeah, dude. He's, like, he's a legend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's great performing with him, man. You know, like, sold-out crowds... It's gonna oh. be so surreal, though. I sell a lot of t-shirts. You know, that's good. Dude, yeah. we did a baseball stadium. Like what? Yeah, two months ago with him. It that wasn't was... like Dodgers or anything. It was one of those like minor league, like it was still awesome. The Lake Elsinore Meth Heads or whatever you guys <laughs> yeah. seen them? No. Or what do they have? Like the what's that banana team? Savannah Banana. You guys seen? It's those? crazy. The pitcher's the catcher too. He just throws and he fucking runs <laughs> quick and catches it. Yeah, it's fucking it's weird. <laughs> But no, that's pretty cool though. A base, I mean, it's a baseball field. Even if you're oh, like dude, a high school, yeah, dude, it was cool. Everything. They had yeah. us on the jumbotron and all <clears> that. <throat> it was like really fucking cool, man. Oh, yeah. I always look at myself. It's weird whenever I can see myself on stage because then I just got to look at myself. You have you to. Know? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, like, ah, oh, sit up straight, dude. You know, <laughs> it kind of helps though. Yeah. Yeah, the posture. I'm like, okay, come on, yeah. But then I'm like out of the zone. I'm just looking at me all like, just like self-absorbed and shit, man. What's it like performing outdoors? Um, opposed to indoors dude i usually hate outdoors but this one was really cool yeah you know outdoors is weird sometimes you know because it's like i don't know usually like the, this place like had it together but sometimes it's like their first comedy show you know and they're like oh oh you need a microphone i'm like oh no yeah, dude. <laughs> oh you need oh oh okay we didn't know like yeah <laughs> have you guys like, ever been to a rock show and like you go to see like one of your favorite bands and you see them in a big outdoor venue, and you're like, oh, this sounds like shit. You ever done that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I really wanted to go see one. <laughs> I mean, while we're talking about it, is there a preference? Do you have, like, a small room, a medium room? I mean, is there... What, what do you like? Animals? I like underground places. Okay. You know, like clubs that you got to walk downstairs. It always feels like you're doing something bad. Like you know? a speakeasy like, or something? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, the cops are going to come in any minute, you know? <laughs> That is pretty cool. Anything after like two a.m., huh? Late night. Well, sometimes like because it's weird. Sometimes they're like tired, you know. Like if it's too late, you can tell. But if it's like a party crowd, it's like ah, oh, these guys are on blow. They're gonna be decent, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you? Uh, Where did you start out doing comedy? I started in Dallas. Oh, okay. okay yeah, cool. Dallas hyenas. Yeah. It was underground. It was this club that's like you went downstairs and it was like that. That's probably why I dig it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, fuck my bad. I was gonna say something. Go ahead. No, no. I, I was just like, I'm always uh, interested to know like more of you know what you prefer 
and and what you've learned over the years. Because like I said, the more of these shows we do, like the more little things we've we've learned. You know, whether yeah. working with certain people or just the way things are going. Um, for example, like one of the biggest lessons I learned right away uh, when George Perez did our show, he's like, "Man, fill them in from the front to the back." You know what I mean? Like pack the room, get get them as close to the the stage as possible. And I've been to other shows where they don't do that, and it's not the same energy. So like mm-hmm. I've just like I said, learn little things, and so anything like we could learn from you, like that you've figured out along the way, like yeah, I'm yeah. I'm all ears. I'd love to hear. I like shows where I get paid. That's always fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah we don't have to chase the booker down. He's like, hey, I gotta run over here real quick. <laughs> Hang out, buddy. Let me let yeah. me get a ride with you. <laughs> yeah, paid shows are always nice, right? Yeah, paid shows. Are fun. <laughs> that's that's good. Getting a little a little bit of that coin, man. Is there anything yeah. that uh, I mean, you, since you've been doing it for so long now, is there anything that you did? back then like that you feel like was kind of pointless in doing like i i, I always feel like um i know it's all about you know get, just getting up on stage and getting mm-hmm. stage time but i've also heard i mean i've never been through it, but i've also heard where like if, if you're just constantly doing like shitty places it's not really helping you yeah dude oh totally man like it's like there's some everyone's like you need stage time you need stage time i guess in the beginning that's like really important you know learn how to hold the microphone and shit like that but it's like that's weird it is something i think about sometimes it'll like hurt your (laughs) self-esteem man it's like i didn't need to do this room this this helped with nothing you know it's like i don't know there's just some rooms like that where i always like like because i I don't mind if they're like not packed or something but if if like five people are listening then it's like you can kind of gauge like okay this joke will work in a big room you know, okay. like that. They, I got a couple of chuckles, but if it's like no one, if it, especially if it's all comics, I fucking hate when it's all comics because the comics, they got to laugh at each other. Yeah. Like so, you can always tell it's like, oh, that guy's friends with that guy or someone says some really fucked up shit on stage. It'll never work like anywhere else. But <laughs> there's always that guy in the back. <laughs> it's like, OK, we know you're fucking here, dude. You're a good guy. You're supporting, but it's not really helping. dude. Yeah. Like those mics where it's all comics in the room and stuff like that. Comics only. The only things that comics laugh at are is, is like the most, like the darkest, most fucked up shit, and that stuff will not work in fucking Montana. Yeah, you know, like it just won't. Yeah. Oh, I killed at the uh, banana bar, and now <laughs> it's like I don't get it, man. Yeah. It's just now because these people like they fucking have nine to five jobs, you know, fucked up comics like us. Man. The one thing that I learned that I think is like really valuable from this guy and like Pablo is like leaning into the silly. Like being silly and also like doing your best to work <laughs> clean, because if you can work clean, you don't have to make adjustments and you can work anywhere that's in the country. That's not, yeah, so like so limiting, bad. like saying fucked up stuff. Like I know everybody wants to be fucking George Carlin and Dave Chappelle and say all this stuff, but like, you know, those guys started silly, you know, and eventually developed into these like, you know whatever they are now like these icons of like saying stuff that's like super valuable but like you go back in time and you watch like where carlin started or you watch where dave Chappelle started it was like a journey from like jokes into transitioning into hey i'm talking about stuff that i really care about but like you watch that killing me softly or whatever by dave Chappelle, it's just silly and it's fun you know what i mean and that was our silly that was our introduction to him you know what i mean and then eventually like it started he started talking about like you know social issues and this and that but it started there Mm -hmm. you know and that's what made him um you know easy to digest in every household was touring on silly yeah yeah if you look like richard richard Pryor, like his first things and this was like back in like 
the olden days, I guess. But he'll be on, uh, again, you know, one of those, like, black and white shows. Jack like, Barr. Yeah, he wasn't out there, like, motherfucking, mother, you know, like, <laughs> pussy, like, <laughs> like, you know, talking about crack and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's a transition point where he went, yeah. fuck it. And, yeah. But it's like, and it's like, dude, because I'm like, I don't know, I'm pretty dirty now. But it's like, I feel like you always got to be able to be clean, just in case, you know? And then also, like, hanging out with, like, one of my best friends was, like, a club owner back in Dallas. So it's, like, I would listen to him, uh, uh, like, his complaints. Because some people will, like, complain about they, They'll just look for something. So it's, like, try to, trying to take out the things they can complain about. Like, one of the big ones was, he says, fuck too much. You know? It's not, like, a big deal. But I guess it, you know, some people, it, like, when they hear the word fuck, they're kind of like, ugh. You know, some people are just like that. And it's, like, if you... I don't know. I try to make everyone happy, I guess. Like less like uh, I don't want to exclude people. Yeah, you know, I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to say fuck just just to say fuck, you know? Like I'm like, fucking doing right now. Like a filler <laughs> word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just cuz they'll like they'll pick you apart, you know. Hey, he says fuck, he killed me. He says fuck a match. It's like, all right. That was one of the biggest notes that him and Pablo gave me while we were working on the road Curse was Hey, you're saying fuck too many times. Mm. Cut that out. So, like, that was, like, a big thing. Especially in the beginning. What's up, motherfuckers? Like, oh, whoa. Hang on. What's going on? I didn't know I was going to see Nine Inch Nails tonight, bro. (laughs) And so so whenever, um, like, if you go somewhere where you have to be clean, you just have, like, uh, X, like, version, and then you have, like, a clean version. You just switch out, like, instead of fuck, say freak or... Yeah, that's always like, oh man, I freak. think, uh, I don't yeah. know, like, I don't, like, that's why, whenever I, <laughs> say it doesn't hit, though, sometimes you can tell, sometimes that's what I'm you saying, need yeah. a fuck in there, man, because yeah, it's like, it, yeah, oh, the worst one is replacing shit with crap, what kind of crap is like, whoa, my stepdad, like, this is fucking, <laughs> I'm not gonna say crap, that's weird, man, yeah. so then I'll just, I'll like toss jokes to him, it's like, like, if I gotta do a show, like, I'm doing a corporate coming up and it's like okay i'll be clean on that one and then there's some yeah there's some jokes you can't turn into like like a a clean version yeah what's the clean version is like ah this is fucking lame you know this sounds weird (laughs) yeah no yeah well that's the thing too is i i always because then you hear people say like you limit yourself if like like they said like you, you gotta have like a clean set as well and you can play anywhere it's like, but then some people are like, just stay true to yourself and just, if that's what you are, then I guess keep fucking it. Yeah, no, <laughs> totally. And also, there's like, no rules, dude. It's like, so, you know, just do your thing. Yeah. But that's I the most like... vague advice. <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> um, I actually have a question. Uh, you're in one of my favorite movies. Ah. 21 and over. Ah, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Man, I just watched this the other day, too, and I was like, I sent him a picture. I was like, look, it's your boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was a tower of the tower. Yeah, the tower master. Man. So, did you get to film uh, with Miles Teller in the room, or I don't, I don't know how yeah, it works. No. I, I know it was like a scene with him, That's but I don't know funny. if I did like separate days. I don't know they do their magic. <laughs> no, they do it. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I was at home and he was in Seattle. <laughs> and, uh, I did like one scene and like okay, we bring Miles in now. Yeah, no, you chair. do it and then they get these different shots. They usually start with like a wide and then you like take fifteen minutes to like set up another one. It'll be on you on them bunch of other shots you know yeah you just do it over and over that one was fun because you got to like improv a lot and fuck around yeah i mean it seemed like i mean it seemed like a fun movie but oh, it was fun and then uh what was the other guy um from pitch perfect i don't know his name. uh it's skylar austin skylar austin yeah. Yeah. yeah and two cute guys the asian yeah. girl, the asian girl 
Yeah, very, they were all good looking. They needed me in to like weigh out the scene, you know, like, all right, we got to put someone less attractive here to just kind of... In just like a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, man, that's like one of my favorite movies, though, so it's dude, really cool. Though. I got that part by, um, this is crazy, dude. I was like, I was in the audition room and it described the character and I was like, like right before I was like, I'm going to go in in my underwear. I bet you this is gonna work. So uh, there, I was like, they're like, okay, we're ready for you. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna use the restroom real quick. And I went in and I stripped down. And I just got in my underwear and I came out. And the lady was like, okay. <laughs> they just like took me in the room. And I went in the uh, the dudes. They were like clapping there. So I was like, okay, this is this was a ballsy move. Hopefully it'll get me the part. And then it did. It was like, and I wasn't that great at acting either. Like, and now I'm I'm Daniel Day Lewis, you know. But, uh, <laughs> No, they, but I, I felt like I had to do little moves like that just to get, like, I gotta do something else, just something different that'll stick in their mind. Like, you know? stand out, yeah. yeah. What do you think, what's more, I mean, do you, do you still get um, nervous when you perform on a, a comedy? Um, yeah, sometimes. It's weird, it'll hit me. It'll just be like, after all these years, it doesn't go away. You still kind of get it. Yeah, I'll get it sometimes. Especially if I'm trying out new stuff or, like, something's on the line in my mind, you know, like, ah. Uh, Oh, so the head of Disney's here tonight, which that's never fucking happened. But it's like <laughs> these Hollywood rooms. Hollywood rooms are weird because I'm always like, oh, great. You know, I better do good because like, if I bomb, they're going to tell their Hollywood friends, you know. And I'm like on my shit like, oh, is this offensive? Am I saying this? You know? Yeah. Do you have to worry about that like in this market? Um, I guess what you say and how you say it uh, versus when you go. Only right here okay. yeah in Hollywood it's in this very five like, yeah. ma- mile square radius of Hollywood is the only place that you gotta worry about yeah sometimes like um, everywhere else the surrounding area is fine yeah no the problem. improv in Hollywood just these Hollywood rooms are kind of like cause people especially now they don't know they kind of like is it okay to laugh at this one you know I'll laugh is everyone else laugh? it's very like I'm gonna do what the guy next to me does you know cause I don't wanna be the only one laughing well, yeah, I mean, that's at least what I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, and then especially if it's like kind of like a fucked up joke and like only one person laughs, then like this, the comic usually points them out. Like, yeah, weirdo, it's like, ah, oh, man, I knew I shouldn't have laughed at that one. Yeah, and it's like in Hollywood, I'm always like, man, everyone's richer than me here. <laughs> I always feel like, you know, it's like you can tell, like, I know even like the kids like look all like rich and stuff. With like, like you just because they are like a little family <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I was like, they all have like they're all like making NFTs and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how I felt pulling up here. Like, you know, there's kids, teenagers, and, like, G-Wagons. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, God, it's all gross. Right. It made me feel good that the uh, that there's not a bidet in the rat. I was like, all right, it's not that good. I'm surprised there's not that you, yeah. I actually want to try Have it. you seen the bidets where they just, like, you can buy them off of Amazon and hook them to your own toilet? That's so lame. It was a little so upset. That's like it when works. you see a Honda Civic with, like, a fucking expensive <laughs> spoiler. Like, all right, this didn't come with it. You just put this on, man. I feel like it's not even, like, a legit one if you it's that easy to put on. Like, I feel like the really good ones, it's a little bit more, It's like, built in. Yeah, yeah, it's built in. It's, it's built not like in, just bro. something you attach to it. Yeah, like, what is this? This upgrade? <laughs> I upgraded the toilet, you know? Oh, mm. I have to defend it. It's, it's such a great... It's a, it's a great upgrade. Oh, do you have the bidet? Hell yeah. Oh, Hell man. Yeah. I heard it. they were good. It's worth it, man. Yeah. What yeah. I do, I just use a super soaker and some duct tape. That works. Just, yeah, yeah. I just take a shower after every poop. Shower after, shower every, after poop? every poop? That's oh, smart, man. man. I'd be yeah. in the shower a lot. Because <laughs> I'm in there so long, I start taking, like, first I'll take my shirt off, then I'll kick my shoes off, then I start yeah. taking my pants, and then I'm just naked, so I'm like, 
Might as well just shower. Oh, bro, please. I can't take a shit naked, man. It's something weird about like <laughs> is it, it's hard, dude. I can't take a shit naked. If I'm naked, I gotta put on clothes, and then I got, it's like the process of pulling down the pants. You know, <laughs> I, I hate when I mess up and poop after showering. Like right oh, after, oh, no, man. mid. That's the worst. You ever have to or like mid? Poop? Yeah, yeah, you gotta poop, and then you're sitting on the toilet, and your ass is all wet. It's all wet. Yes. Like, you're like enough. cold. It's like it's a like slip and slide. <laughs> yes. That's why I shit in the shower. No. And just, <laughs> and just stomp it down the drain. <laughs> I took the grate off, so it just goes like right in there. We were actually oh, we, were, we were talking about that sick. on the way over here. Like, why? Like, you guys ever just randomly pee in the sink, but you don't have to sink? Yeah, yeah. No, I pee in the shower all the time though. Pee like, in the sink. I don't. You know, like the, even if the toilet's open, you're like, I'm not just gonna pee in the sink. Like, it, I don't know why. Uh, do it, it depends how high the sink is, you know. Because I don't. My, if I got to tiptoe to piss in the sink, then I'm like, ah, I feel like a little kid. What am I doing? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're working out your fucking calves. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, then it goes up, hits the mirror. <laughs> That's what you're you yeah. get your squatty potty, and then you stand on that. <laughs> oh, I don't got a squatty potty. I actually have them. You know what though? I got some yoga blocks, and I keep them right there. <laughs> so I just put those there. I'm like, I don't need to buy a squatty potty. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, we gotta announce the Yuma show. That's oh, oh, yeah, Yuma, Arizona. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are are really helping us create and build and and just grow this local comedy scene in Yuma. Uh, we're doing another professional show with the Crest, and the Crest is uh, just a great little little. It's it's the venue in town, so we yeah. have a room there. Um, it's it's a great place for comedy. And uh, like I said, I think it's important to bring professionals from L.A. That mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, you tour the country, you you do this everywhere. So, yeah, professionally, yeah, yeah. we yeah. don't shit in the showers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, you know, to bring this here and, and to do a show, and yeah. you know, this guy's a star, man. I'm just glad to be there. This is fun. Well, and, I oh, mean, and Nick, I mean, you've uh, you've done time in Ar- done time in Arizona. This sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Like as <laughs> far as the, as far as like the, the Phoenix market, you know. So, yeah, yeah, Arizona's cool, man. I love it out there. Anytime I get to go through, because I have a uh, family out there, it's really cool. Yuma's a little far out, but uh, you know the Phoenix area. I got a lot of family out there, so it's really fun to tour through there. Are you guys by Tombstone? About four hours away. Okay, oh, man. ah man, I went there. I my mom. Whenever we would travel, that was always a spot. We got to stop at Tombstone. Absolutely. <laughs> Gotta stop it too. Is it cool? Stop. I've never been. I never. Been I don't know. I think last time I went, it was all like, uh, it was all corporate. It's a tourist trap. They would say that it used to be cool. Like, oh, they used to let you go in the graveyard and stuff. The great. I remember on the uh, the tombstones were all like, like Bill shot three times in the back. Like it told them like how they. It's like real though. Yeah, yeah. No, dude. Yeah, yeah. Do they have like the uh, like dudes from from the movie like in the graveyard? No, but they they do the reenactment. It like it's like. Yeah, you ever see the Waterworld thing at Universal Studios? Oh, yeah. that thing's yeah. Dope. They it, do that, bro. It plays like every like every uh, like three hours or something. Wyatt Earps will come out with his brothers and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna yeah, <laughs> with his brothers skin that hide." <laughs> Never had Tombstone. No, I never seen it. You never seen Tombstone? No, oh, bro, I'm sorry. dude, you got I know it. you guys are talking about, but I've never seen it. You got it. I'm gonna be honest. Like, you got to like, see yeah, Tombstone, bro. Yeah, man. That's He's like, like, I just got a DVD player. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most quotable movie. <laughs> Tombstone is like, oh, dude, that's I'm a good movie. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. skin that hide. Um, that's that's all I know. Top Gun, right? What's his name? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Oh, dude, Val Kilmer is Doc Holliday. It's the fucking best, bro. Okay. Oh, go ahead, I go was ahead. just gonna say, like when you go to uh, Tombstone, and you see the show. It's so cringy because like they 
do a very cringe version of like what you see in the of movie. Of the movie? Yeah. 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 Oh, no. It's kind of no. like, yeah, the Disneyland act. Yeah. Kinda, the Six yeah. Flags act is, you know, but it's cool, you know? It it's like, yeah, this guy's doing his thing, you know? You go with it, right? Yeah. Oh, I would like to show up like in character too, like like kind of like break the show. Like, oh, and I'm yeah. Cowboy Dusty. You know, like, whoa, where'd this guy come from? Even the actors are like, yeah. is this part of the thing? Yeah. <laughs> Think they about the guy that has to be Wyatt Earp all year long, and that's his job. Every three hours, he has to play that, so he has to keep the mustache. The mustache. Gosh, <laughs> I would love. He that, walks man. around town. He's at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's Earp. Be yeah, so people weird. are coming up, getting out. That's always fun. Like you ever get an autograph, like when you're a kid from one of the actors <laughs> so like you're at Disneyland and you, you see Mickey Mouse can you sign this <laughs> oh yeah I had an autograph book that's right yeah no. yeah they probably get cocky up it's some five yeah. foot chick signing it yeah Gaston <laughs> from fucking uh, Beauty and the Beast the dude that plays Gaston like oh sign this <laughs> yeah, always gotta say something like oh, how big are your biceps oh that's nothing yeah <laughs> Do you guys uh, live close by or how far are you? Live in Redondo. Redondo Beach, like, man. Yeah, it's South like it's Bay. pretty close. Shout out South Bay. South Bay. South Metal Bay. detecting. I wanted to ask about that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I've been you doing metal, metal detecting. I love it, bro. I found a ring the other day. That was nice. It was uh, it was cubic zirconium, but I took it in and I was like, it's like, man, it's probably nothing, you know. It's probably some costume bullshit. Mm. But I took it to a real place, and they're like, "This is worth three hundred dollars." And I'm like, "Oh, nice, dude." Was it all like beat up? Or is it pretty good shape? It was beat up. Oh yeah, yeah it was very beat up. What's yeah. the most interesting interesting thing you found? Most interesting, um, I found this cross one time. This like old little cross bronze thing with a bunch of symbols in it. It probably wasn't ancient. It was just like it was like one of those things that you'd buy off Venice out in Venice, you know. Some like stoner probably made it. He like doesn't have a job. With like two spoons or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. How often do you come across? Yeah, not Sto- yesterday, dude. Yesterday fucking sucked. I was in Malibu because then it's like you get tired and you're like you start. It's kind of like losing at the casino, you know? Like man, this slot machine blows, bro. You go home all disappointed and stuff. I found a button. I'm like, fuck this, man. And button. I want to find a hand. <laughs> Hand, what's the, the what's yeah. the scene like in Yuma, man? You guys got any heavy hitters out there that are kind of just making waves in your guys' town? As far as comedy? Yeah. No. Oh. What about no. baseball players? No. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we we had the Padres in the nineties doing uh, spring training, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. cool. Ah. Yeah. Oh, anymore. dang, that's a claim to fame in yeah. Yuma. Well, you know the Padres. Yeah, well, we got to yell you know, once yeah. one summer. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got that dry Jose heat. Canseco. Yeah. Well, that, actually, he came back, like, after the fact. Like, remember, he did, like, amateur stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Benjamin Lina used to live in Yuma. Oh, yeah. Amateur he, stuff? Like, he, like, went back in the league, kind of? Yeah. He did, like... It's uh, not fair. Yeah, double A ball or something like See, that. See, that's always mess. I was talking to him about it the other day about how like commercial actors, what like celebrities and commercials fucking suck because it's like that's where you start out, you know. That's like uh, Floyd Mayweather going to like some like kids boxing class. Like, yeah, I think I'm gonna do this for a little bit. Like, oh yeah, my like god, you're taking jobs, bro. You know, you, you think Flo like- from Progressive wanted to be Flo for from Progressive? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's she not- like wanted to win an Oscar, and now she's just <laughs> yeah, you're not like her see- drinking problems just progressive. Right now, you know, <laughs> you're not gonna see Jake from State Farm in the next that, like yeah. Quentin Tarantino. That's <laughs> it's not fair. Like they can move up, they can come down to this level, but the commercial dudes can't go up. Man, it's bullshit, dude. Have you done any commercials? Yeah, 
Okay. <laughs> my, dude, the first thing I got was this Comcast commercial. I never saw it, dude. I moved to New York with like, I moved there with like no money, man. I stayed with Jimmy Walker's ex girlfriend. And I was like up there. And then um, I got like the first thing these agents sent me out on, I booked. And then it was like, I had some heat, you know? And they started sending me in for real shit, man. But yeah, I, sometimes I'll like look at commercials and I'll be like, man, I would kill that part. Especially when I see like a slobby looking dude like me, I'm like, oh, I would have done it like this. <laughs> it's all I like think that every time I see like a role in a movie that like looks like Dustin now, I'm like, why wasn't that Dustin? Oh, <laughs> I do the same thing. I could have played dumb friend. I'm always a dumb fucking friend, you know? Like I would have <laughs> killed that, but Stoner, oh yeah. It's weird. You start hating people that kind of look like you yeah. and stuff. It's like, uh, that's why. You, uh, you notice in comedy, like, the two funny fat guys, they, there can't be two funny fat guys. They hate each other. Like, one funny fat guy will hate the other funny fat guy. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, it's like trying to be, like, the only black guy, like, at a party. It's like, hey, I'm the only black guy at this party. It's like, I'm the only funny fat guy here. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, only, only be one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Highlander and shit, man. What, do, do they, they consider you, like... The funny fat guy? I don't know. I, I think you look good. I don't think. Yeah, thanks, bro. I don't know. I but I go in for like the same, like a lot of you know those type of stoner Stoners. buddy roles. I'm not going in for like other shit. Hollywood's so funny now because it's like it's so politically correct and stuff. They don't want to say oh, hiring a fat guy. Like back in the day, they'd be like, "We need a fat fuck for this," you know. Now <laughs> it's like we need someone. It, but it's gotten too far. It'll be like uh, open call uh, to play a Nazi uh, from World War II. Open ethnicity. <laughs> Like, whoa, hang on. we're open to everyone? Some Puerto Rican guy can play a Nazi? That's not, because you can't say we're only looking for a uh, white German. It's like, no, no, let's be fair. He's a good, what, let's get another guy in for this. Hispanic Hitler. Hispanic <laughs> Hitler. Hispanic Hitler, man. Hispanic Hitler would have been crazy, dude. Yeah. What? Adolfo. Oh, yeah. Adolfo. Adolfo. <laughs> I could see the path we're heading. Uh, it could be a lot of trouble. So yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. joke. Like, oh, hang on. I'm like thinking what role I would play in a movie. It'd be like we're looking for a Hispanic at the disco. Like that's what <laughs> that's we need. Right? Have you uh, have you gone out for any like roles or anything? Or is uh, just when I was a kid, man, I used to do acting and stuff like that. I did a lot of like radio commercials as a kid because my mom was uh, she worked PR for. Uh, sports talk radio stations so they would have like little segments and anything that had like uh like kids like they would i did oscar meyer wiener commercials but for radio when i was a kid and uh like local pizza places and stuff like that (laughs) that would run ads like we did this one uh it was nana's pizza or whatever in (laughs) palm springs and we had to like sing this song like the na 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 so it was like me and a bunch of kids just radio so that was cool, like radio commercials. <laughs> I did a lot of like background acting and stuff in my twenties, and had um, I was on like MTV too. Like did a parental control. Oh, my shit. whole family was on parental control. One I used to love that one show. episode. Really, was yeah, it, like, it was acted out. Oh, right? it was fake. The oh, whole thing okay. was fake. They like yeah. tell you what to say and everything like that for like they'll they'll do like cuts of like okay now say it your way. Now say this. Like, they'll tell you what to say and what to do. It was just, Mm -hmm. it was totally, like, scripted out and fake. The parents were always terrible actors. They're like, oh, my God, I don't want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) And then, like, the the terrible boyfriend's like, yeah, that's what I do to your daughter. And they're like, I hate you. Yeah, my dude, my dad's so, like, 
you know, like studious and Oh yeah, do my dad would like fuck that. He dude. felt he was so uncomfortable. They had him in like a turtleneck. He was like, I would never wear this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it, it was weird, man. That's pretty cool though. But there was that. Um, I was in a Lifetime movie with Chad Michael Murray. A like Lifetime a, movie. Yeah, I had like oh, a small man. role. Chad Michael Murray. Who was that? Sounds familiar. He was like um, a wrestler. He was in Cinderella diaries or whatever with hillary duff dude I oh yeah that the, guy the quarterback yeah the, the, the blonde guy yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna the say uh, the cool. cinderella diaries for a second i'm like C- ah, cinderella diaries uh, are we about the princess diaries <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember what it was cinderella story i think is what it was called or something like yeah, yeah, yeah. with hillary duff yeah yeah the yeah, princess yeah. diary is would have been funny Cin- it would have been one of those leslie nielsen like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a spoof di- yeah oh okay but it's like princess diaries princess diaries Andre the Giant just takes massive elephant shits. Yes. <laughs> Who's calling me during a podcast? Come on. You don't you understand? Me too. Mom. <laughs> mom. You can answer. If you... No, I don't it's like... mom, dude. I'm, I'm talking about diarrhea and boners. I can't be. Yeah. Someone called me. That'd be crazy if it was my mom, too. She's going to be like, have you heard the good word yet today? <laughs> oh, no, it's credit company again. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Sunday, dude. Leave me alone. You know who okay. called me last night at 1.30 in the morning? Who? And I was like dead asleep. Pablo. My mom? No. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Pablo called me in the middle of the night, and I wake up, and he's like, hey, hey. Hey, Nick. <laughs> yeah. like, Pablo, I'm going back to bed, dude. Bye. <laughs> dude, that's so. He sent me a text at like what I saw him this morning. In the morning. He called me a, two times back to back. <laughs> he was videoing um Netflix, like just some show on there, and he was like, "Look at this, Dustin. This is crap, man. This, look, <laughs> is oh, that, I'm gonna take off my jacket." It was these is two. That what he was, wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, it was this big acting scene, and um, it was so. He was just like. Making fun of him. He was like James Marsden or something. I get the like, funniest, Look, weirdest videos from talk. Pablo randomly, like in the middle of the night. Pablo yeah. gave it, Pablo called me over to his house the other day, man. He was like, hey, man, I got a present for you. He was like, I bought you some <laughs> new shoes. I show up, dude, and he's got these like little finger shoes. And he, go, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, hold on, I got to go get them. And he pulls them out of his pocket, and they're like little... Uh, like finger shoes and he goes look man <laughs> he yeah. starts running like the videos he sends are so great it's like, like i got these for you <laughs> they'll be like hey i'm a piece of spaghetti i'm some pasta yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's gotta be crazy that like a one o'clock phone call from pablo dude it's cool. i mean I, you guys have been hanging out with him long enough to where it's like you guys are just like all buddies now we all but... live in the same area too oh, yeah okay. that pablo was lives like right up the street yeah, so i lived awesome. with pablo for a little bit it was so fun dude oh let's go how is he He's great, dude. Pablo's the fucking best. He's the most generous. He That's is the so most cool. generous dude, nicest guy, bro. Most Just like the, generous, yeah. kind human being I've ever met, yeah. and like doesn't have to do any work on himself. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he's just naturally yeah. a good. He's he like is. a big kid. He you know what I mean? Kid, just yeah. like a human cartoon, dude. Yeah. Funniest, most abstract thinking comic I've ever met in my entire life. Like just. He's like literally a Bugs Bunny cartoon come to life, dude. Yeah. Like the things that come out of his mind and out of his mouth, I, you would never, like, I've he, never heard yeah. anybody like think of that stuff. He's like watching TV. Yeah. You know, like it just keeps going, you know? It's like, it's, it's like a show. He's oh, on. the green room, dude. He's like on the whole time. Mm. And then they'll be like, Pablo, you're up. And then he'll just go and yeah. be on the whole time, come back and be on. Like it's, <laughs> there's no off switch. I love this guy's characters, man. genius. Yeah. Genius. Man, that's that's so fucking cool. Yeah, man. Uh, do you have anything? Um, I mean, I guess kind of going back to like, so I'm assuming you have like an agent for like commercials or acting and movies and all uh, that, and that shit anymore. On comedy, <laughs> I mean, you book your own stuff or do you have like 
comedy book or two or I do a little bit of both. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I just didn't know like I mean, I guess how that that really I mean, I'm still learning like the, the process yeah. and um I mean, what's the, the best, you know, for success to, to, to contact people like through their agents or dude, I don't know. We... It's, it's like changed because like yeah. I, I came in like I got my agent like right when YouTube was starting and stuff. I'm pretty sure now I wouldn't be able to because it's like you got to bring stuff to the table or you got to be like some badass actor who like is doing theater in Juilliard or something. But then I remember when I was up there, my manager would tell me, he's like, Dustin, you're beating out people from Juilliard for roles. And I'm like, huh, fuck yeah. You, know, you, get all, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get all cocky and stuff. Uh, you're like, well, this role isn't British. That's yeah, their <laughs> It's like, yeah, that kind of made my ego go up a little too much. But um, yeah, you, you got to get, the agents are great because they give you the opportunities and stuff. And I'm just, I'm really fortunate to have, have one. You got a solid team. I do have a solid because I've known them since I was like I started really young too. Like I went to New York. uh, I started stand up when I was like 17, 16. And like then I started I went to New York um, probably when I was like 21, 22. And I was like the young guy and I had a really good 10 minutes. You know, that's kind of all you, all that you needed for showcasing. That's what's weird whenever comics are like I need some new material. It's like, uh, you need a killer 10 right now." You know, that's what just just work on that killer 10, that showcase set as they say. And then you can work on the other stuff later, but just to get on their radar. Tell them know. the uh the one that broke you. That that's a cool story. What? The uh like oh. showcase that you're on yeah, that like really changed. Dude, everything. it was like it was a string of events. Like I was uh a red bag, I got I pee. did a guest spot for Bill Bellamy at the improv in oh, Addison. Yeah, Bill and Damn, he was like all the, all Oh the bro, he's awesome. He was like, You gotta uh he's like, There's this thing called stand up for diversity up in New York, you know, and I'm Mexican, so it's like, All right, nice. I got to get in there. You're Mexican. Yeah, half Mexican. Half yeah. white, half Mexican. Yeah. yeah. You're a wiener. <laughs> Trust me, it's helped me out a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't want to, you listen, my best acting advice, uh, don't be regular white these days. Like, <laughs> that's kind of, you, you got to work on that, you know? We got to add some to you, yeah. Well, you could play like a slave owner or something. <laughs> you could play a bad white guy, bad white guy role. Like, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what you can get now. Yeah. Whatever. Or like, <laughs> yeah, dickhead boss. <laughs> you know, it's all, the white guys are always in like the uh, fucking white Tommy, <laughs> you know, it's kind of. He's gonna come down on us. Oh, uh, so yeah. Uh, but anyway, I did. I did this setup there at Caroline's, <laughs> and then I got an agent. Like MTV was talking to me afterwards. Like, I had a bunch of cool shit happen in that moment. Yeah, was it all like everything boom, boom, was kind of? Yeah, it was really quick, man. And I, I ended up just staying in New York uh, thanks to just people helping me out. I got a lot of help, dude. You know, I there was no way I I could have done it on my own. That's why it's always like some people were like. Yeah, I did this. I paved my way. I did it all. And it's like, man, I got so much help, dude. So much help. You yeah. know, like, I, yeah, I worked and I had a nice set. But it was like, I got a lot of help along the way. You know, like just the kindness of people. Mm-hmm. You know, this lady let me stay with her. Some stranger, you know, it was just, it was awesome. Damn. How'd you get the stranger? Like, oh, because it was Jimmy that? Walker. Jimmy Walker. Yeah. I used to open for JJ back in the day. And that's another reason, like, to be clean. You have more opportunities, um, especially when you're starting. You know, he just couldn't find a clean opener. Mm-hmm. And I was clean. So I got to work with him. And then, you know, string of events uh, led to me getting an agent and that cool shit. It's so weird, man. Like, It's got to be weird to say you have an agent. Well, like, we'll just be chilling at his place, like, just dicking around or whatever. And Jimmy Walker will call him. 
You know what I mean? Like I love him. He's like my grandfather. It's so cool. Like, and I, I tell my dad stuff like that. Like, very few things impress my father. And, like, that's one thing that, like, really yeah, impresses that my helps. dad. Because that's his era. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, dynamite. Yeah. Like, and what was it? Good Times? Good was the times, name of the show? Man. Like, yeah. dude, like, there were, like, four channels back in the 70s. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody was watching that show. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when I tell my dad stuff like that, he's like, oh, wow. Like, my dad was uh, super psyched <laughs> that we sold out of T-shirts on this. Ah, <laughs> yeah. this he was like, you sold out all your T-shirts? Like, yeah. <laughs> So the things that impress my dad baffle me. I get some more t-shirts, man. I'm like, hey, dad, I'm working with Pablo Francisco. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, you <laughs> don't, don't care. Oh, yeah. but you sold out of t-shirts. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah I just want to make sure you're making money, all right? He's yeah. like, you can do whatever you want as long as you're a good man. Money. He's a good man. I, dude, that was like the first show that my mom and my grandma came to. It was the Jimmy Walker show. Then they knew it was like, oh, he, this is big, you know? Oh, he's uh, iconic. He made know? it. Yeah. yeah. How, in a... Your parents, like, uh, when they found out you guys wanted to do uh, comedy, they're pretty supportive of it, or? My mom has been, she's supportive, but it's weird, because she's very religious. I don't know my dad, uh, some Mexican dude in San Antonio, maybe Mexico. But he was, um, yeah, dude, my mom's always like, you know, this is a wicked industry. You know, you know, you can just stop all that and come back home. I'm like, I'm not going to come back <laughs> home. Why? So I can sell insurance or some shit, you know? Um, but yeah, she's like, she's, she's all right. Like, I, it's like, she's one of those moms that tell me like, Hey, I just got this thing. She's like, okay, yeah, that's great. But you know, if you ever just want to stop and oh. just get out of that business, <laughs> I'm like, mom, I just booked this. She's like, okay. But you know, you can, you can work at a uh, radio shack. <laughs> they don't even have radio shacks. No, I was going to say Maybe in your town they do. There's probably one in Texas. It's like the last blockbuster type of deal. They're still selling shit. Yeah, I kind of wish they had movie rental places still. There's that. Have you seen that show on Netflix? Blockbuster? Is it called Blockbuster? Yeah, I saw yeah, a couple yeah. episodes. Yeah, I saw yeah. one episode. Yeah. Isn't that, I think it's based off a true story in a way. I think there's like one in like Alaska or some shit. There's one left in Portland. Oh, okay, right. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about your parents? Are they psyched that you guys do this stuff? Um, my parents are more like they are supportive, but I know like. They're kind of they kind of just think it's like a phase for me. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it because they're like they're they come to the shows and stuff, but then like they're still you know hey so like what are you gonna do with your life like yeah. well I'm kind of I'm working on it right now this is what I'm doing they're like oh yeah 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 sure you're like, gonna grow out of it yeah like <laughs> yeah. they're like yeah okay because I mean I I mean I have a pretty good job right that's now that's like Christian parents with like gay kids they're like oh it's just a phase yeah <laughs> <laughs> send them to a retreat yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think they just um they support it but like I said I don't know if they. They fully see it as like a career. You want me to get Jimmy Walker to call? Yeah, yeah that would be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> or just have it saved in your phone. It's like I gotta take this. Whoa, what does that say? Jimmy I put his Walker? picture from the show too, so they see the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, whoa, look who's this? Yeah, oh, he's making it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you sell any t-shirts? <laughs> yeah. Right. What about yours, Cody? Um, man, she just recently was like, "Come on." Are you really going to make that? And I'm like, hey, you know what? So I started like uh, the weekend before the pandemic happened, like my first open mic. So I've had two years to write. So this past year, I mean, we got like 30 mics in and like it's been a good year. That's great. So this is really like my first year in comedy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, that being said, like, I think I've had a good year, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And then my mom was just recently like, come on. Are you really going to come on? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> so, whenever you're younger, you can get a lot of leeway because I yeah. started young so I could... I didn't get good till like probably three f years in, four years, and still it's like I was like good enough, but like 
yeah, it was a very slow. That first year, first couple of years is just like, just yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, yourself, you you grind through it, you know, mm-hmm. and like you you mm-hmm. learn things, and I think you got to put the time in, right? Yeah. So you you got that. Oh, in. I put so much fucking time. Yeah, I remember. Dude. I just, I yeah, everything. We're talking about that. Just how weird my life was because I was like, I was raised Jehovah's Witness and just hardcore, like, Whoa. just super religious to immediate this debaucherous lifestyle and just like always just that. That's like what motivated me is just getting things, getting things. I gotta get some. I gotta get this. I gotta get that. I've never had like that normal kind of life. When we you know? talk about his life, it's f- baffling, dude. Because, like, he went from so hyper-structured uh, Jehovah's Witness, like, knocking on doors, like, can't do anything, to, like, hanging out with 55-year-old men who are, like, teaching them, like, different ways to say pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you drink alcohol now? No, no, I don't. I, I quit, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I quit everything. I used to smoke a lot of weed. I still feel like a pothead. I, sometimes <laughs> I feel like more of a pothead now. But it's weird because I quit everything. Um and the whole, it's its weird. I thought that it's like, ah, weed's holding me back. And then you quit weed. And it's like, ah, I guess I'm fucking lazy. <laughs> yeah, I must be That's just a lazy time. guy. Yeah. Thought I was going to write. You're like, the- oh, it was me the whole time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Did, uh, if you don't mind me asking, did it like it get out of hand? or you? Just oh, like- yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm at that point. But I don't, I'm like in denial. I'm like, no, nah, I'm fine. Because like. Last night went pretty hard, and, and today I was like, I feel good when I'm just lying to myself. I feel like shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, no, I feel like eventually, I mean, it goes one of two ways. Eventually, you lean super far into it, and you fucking die. Yeah. Or you're <laughs> like, oh, I'm f- almost 40. Like, I got to figure this out. <laughs> it's, a, it's a progressive thing, too, you know? Like, it was... It, because I didn't do anything when I first started. And then about, like, maybe six or seven years in, started drinking a little and more. And like certain events in life would happen that you just get, just get you, and then you just start more and more. Then you cross that invisible line where it's just like, okay, I'm a fucking alcoholic now, man. I was getting fired from gigs, drunk on stage, just a lot of a lot of bad oh, shit. shit. Um, so I had to, I had to rein it in big time. It's the best thing I ever did. Damn, really? That's cool. Mm-hmm. And that's cool because uh, it's it kind of sucks, but like, I feel like I'm. Like, when I drink, I am a different person, but I, a person that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm maybe more outgoing, more talkative and stuff. No, but, yeah, that's like how I used to be. Yeah, yeah I, like I remember, yeah. Like, like, no, I'm... Sober you? <laughs> sober me is, like, it's just different. I got to try more now. I got to try to... Uh, uh, things are still hard, you know, like, just talking to people and stuff. Uh, but my shit's better on stage. I'm sharper. Um, kind of sharper. I'm like, I'm not like. You're a lot sharper. I'm a lot sharper. Yeah, a lot sharper. Me. Yeah, he's seen and both a lot versions. More, a lot more polished too, is what it is. Like, there's less like filler, less talkative filler. Like yeah. your punchlines are just rapid. It's like I, I care more, kind of. Yeah. You know, like before, it's like, ah, we'll see what happens. I'm gonna be drunk, dusty. I say, ah, you know, and you're like, that'll yeah. that'll get you so far. That's you know. what I would do too. Like I'd get really nervous before like a set. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna have like two drinks just to kind of calm the nerves. But then I'd be a little too buzzed, a little too relaxed that I kind of forget stuff. I just kind of yeah. be like, eh, whatever. But, but it's like you don't care because it's like you're drinking. Yeah. You're just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna get drunk and see what happens. And that's usually what it is. It's like I don't really go off anything that I practice. It's just like I'm drunk now. Let's just see what my thoughts are all about. Yep. But then I go and I, there's been times where I'm just gonna like, you know, I'm just gonna go up sober and then drink after. And uh, I'm, like, more aware of everything. I, like, yeah. slow down. And that's another thing, too, is, like, when I'm, like, buzz, I start talking faster. 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it fucks with me. And I, and I lie to myself. I'm like, this is helping me. The it's, nerves are hard, nerve. man. Like, the oh, ner- like I'll yeah. get in my head a lot, especially getting to work the rooms that I get to work with with these guys. Yeah. Like, I'll get in my head a lot, and they're really good about grounding me, being like, hey, like, this doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And they, they're, you know, I also get reminded uh, from, you know, other comics, like, um, they'll be like, hey, man, like, you don't have the pressure. These guys have the pressure. Mm-hmm. This is the headliner. It's all on him. Like, they're not there to see me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I'll get in my head and be like, oh, I got to be great because I'm on this lineup with these great guys. And it's like, yeah, I want to deliver and stuff like that. But, like, at the same time, like, I don't have pressure. What I get to do is I get to hone my craft. And I get to, you know, bounce ideas off of some of the best in the business to do it. So it's like, yeah. it's such a, it's super fortunate. So I'll get out of my head real quick and be like, oh, that's right. Like, this doesn't matter. They're not here to see me. They're here to see these guys. All I got to do is just be a great supporting act and that's it. Yeah. Right? And what, help, what helps is if it's like, for me anyway, it's like, okay, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about them, the audience. They're here to have a good time. Let me just make them have a good time. It's not the Dustin show. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It is the Dustin show. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's not the Dustin show. It's like these people worked and they're going to a comedy show, you know, just be, be do a good thing for them. Make them laugh, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, that's definitely true. Um, when we did our first show out at the Crest in Yuma, um, when we had George Perez come out, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I was so nervous. Like, it was like, I kinda, it sounds bad, but I kind of was like, I hope I get in a car crash so I don't have to show up. Like, I was like oh, really bro. nervous. I would do shit like that, too. Dude, I would do that in school, man. I'm like, man, I hope a tornado happens. So, <laughs> so I don't, I don't have to go to, to school. Yeah, it's so selfish. Like, oh, like, man. Yeah, I hope the bus oh, catches Oh, man, I wish it. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> some messed up shit. Maybe in 9-11-2, and then I don't have to <laughs> do the show, you know. No, but yeah, so I, I get I get super nervous. But um, that is true. Uh, once you go on stage, you realize, like, by that point, they already forgot about you. They're just they're waiting to see the headliner. Yeah, they're whoever's next. Like by the end of the night, they're not gonna be like, you know, the show was great, but that first guy he kind of sucked. No, but they're just gonna be like, that was a great show because the last thing they saw was a great performance. Yeah. So yeah, once you think about that, then yeah, it's it, it surreal, like help. the post show stuff too. Like when we're in the back, like you know, selling merch or whatever, and everybody's taking pictures, and they like they're like, hey, I want you to sign this thing. I'm like, this isn't even weird. my merch. Ah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, really yeah. weird. I'm like, oh, okay. You're yeah, like sure. the Gaston from Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I'm just some fucking I'm just guy. Some guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's weird, dude. Sign my boobs. Okay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I do a lot of Texas rooms. <laughs> Are you guys um are you able to work on new material? Like do you you don't do open mics anymore, right? Like no. you're way past that. So how I'll do, do you- a good open mic if it's like if there's a crowd there, but I just haven't yeah. I don't like hit the fucking bricks out here and shit. We have so- we have our like workout room that we have every Monday. We got a residency at this place called the end. It's okay, in Torrance. Yeah, seen- so um if we want to work new stuff out, it's like a safe haven for us there. The the owner's really cool, and he's like, bring anybody in that you want. Say whatever you want. Just experiment. So, like, that's cool. So our Mondays, like, is where we get to, like, throw stuff at the wall and see what happens and okay. find bits. But 90% of the time, dude, new bits come from us just bullshitting in the car. Like, yeah, just driving. Just like and then we'll try it out on, like, a real show like that night on the way to mm-hmm. the show if an idea pops up we'll be like oh try that and like yeah. we'll just be making each other laugh and uh that's where like 
that's where like 90% of my new set has come from. It's just us bouncing yeah, just bullshitting. ideas. Like, bullshitting. I love doing that. I love riffing with riffing. friends. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. Um, fuck, I had a question. Um, what was I going to say? Fuck. I'm sorry. Uh, Something about checking into rehab. Um. No, I know. <laughs> it's about that time. Um, uh, oh, what? Uh, so do, when you go up on stage, do you still bring up a notebook or your phone or something? I bring. I you try not to. I need my notes. So I'm conditioned from. I was a touring musician for most of my life. So to to burrito back to like the dad thing or like parents uh-huh. if they get on me, they're happy that I'm not killing myself doing that shit as much anymore like i still do music and stuff like that i don't play live anymore i make records though with like what's cool it was kind of like him like he was in comedy since he was 17 i've been in music since i was 17 so i get to work with really cool people and a lot of them are like my idols and stuff like that so i'll still make records but i won't play them live but i'll work with like dudes that i looked up to my whole life so my dad's just psyched that I'm not really focusing on that anymore because oh, okay. that was so many years of like sleeping in the van, like, you know, washing myself in fucking gas station bathrooms and oh, stuff shit. on the road. Yeah. So he's just psyched that I'm not doing that. And like, I've, what was the question? I fucking forgot. <laughs> I just asked when you uh, write your jokes, do you use like a, a book or your so? Phone? Yeah. So when it comes to to notes and stuff like that, like I'm conditioned to having a set list on stage. Oh, okay. Like, so like oh, I'll have like keywords, yeah, yeah. and if you ever catch me prior to a show, you'll see me go up like while the crowd's coming in, and I'll tape my set to like the monitor because oh. I don't. I my memories. A lot of drug use. A lot of fucking bullshit when I was in you know my teens in my <laughs> early 20s yeah. where this just isn't here anymore yeah. so I need like little key words to set up my next bit like I need that there yeah Otherwise, same I, I, I used to not need it but uh, yeah since I quit doing everything I noticed like I'll just forget shit sometimes but that's why I feel like s- segues are important you know I try to keep it all like uh, in a flow because it helps you like oh the religion stuff now I can talk about this and I can talk about Chick-fil-A and then I can talk about fast food and from fast food I can talk about being lazy being lazy I'll talk about doing dishes you know it's like that's why I think it's harder for dudes uh, the one liner comics because it's just like there's no segues so you gotta kind of like you gotta know your bits pretty well mm-hmm. yeah could you imagine that being a one liner comic and having a set list Oh, man. On like, stage, you probably got like five <laughs> different pages yeah. of just an hour's worth of one-liner. <laughs> I like momentum too. It helps the momentum, you know. Shit flows together. Yeah, I uh, always had the the problem that when I would I would write out everything as if I was gonna perform it exactly. So I would do like word for word, and then I would try to write that on a notebook and like one bit would take up like almost a whole page. Mm-hmm. So then I had to start breaking it down to like keywords. But then, and then I just kept, but the same thing, like I have like a fucked up memory. So then I'd be like, why did I put that word there? Like, what was I trying to say? And then once I, then, and I'm on stage too. So then when it's happening, like right then and I start freaking out, like, uh, and I just see like the next line where it's a whole different joke. And I totally just Mm. end it because I'm like, I don't know where this is going. I was going to continue. Yeah. I just got one word for every bit. Like all my bits have names. You know what I mean? Or it'll be like, like a title to a song, like a title to a song. So it, whether it's a, you know, two minute bit or a three minute bit that's the thing i it 
I'll remember my tags and stuff like that along the way, but I need that keyword to know what's coming next. Mm -hmm. And it's also like Dustin said, like good for transitions and segues so that like, you know, you want to stay on topic, you know, and have like a rhythm. So like I'll have, like if I have dating material, like I'll have keywords for every dating joke, but it'll all be one big chunk of just dating. You know what I mean? All in in a real transition. (laughs) So like right now, like the newest stuff that I've been working on since, uh, you know, pandemic opened up and got back to work Mm -hmm. uh, with this guy. Like I probably got like 10 minutes now of just one topic of like just dating or whatever. Oh shit. Okay. So, and it all flows in and transitions and like calls back and sets up the next thing. So that's been cool. Um, I guess like what's what's more rough, the up and coming musician or the up and coming comic? Well, I got lucky, man. I got super lucky. Like Dustin said, like I've had a lot of help, especially in stand up. Like a lot of help. Like, dude, I I started stand up. The first time I ever did it was on Kill Tony. Dude. Oh shit. Ever? Yeah. First time I ever did stand up was on Kill Tony. I bombed like a motherfucker, ate dicks. And then, uh, but like I was hanging out at the store and became friends with like Tony Hinchcliffe and like all those guys. So I was just at the store like four nights a week, just hanging out and like just making friends and stuff. And then eventually just, you know, I got a lot of help. A lot of people just helping me. So what was a uh, kill Tony? Like, oh, I God. love that fucking show. It's fucking nerve wracking. I mean, I, I yeah. like, a minute bit. I mean, now, I mean, it also just depends too. Cause their crowd is so like niche and hardcore and mean like even if i was to go on now like the stuff that i have is like it's not that audience you know what i mean like it's silly it's goofy it's fun like i wouldn't know how to cater to their audience because it's kind of they're filthy you know what i mean like they're mean (laughs) and if you don't go up there and say some intelligently mean shit like (laughs) they're gonna be like get the fuck out of here you know like even a polished bit that crushes on the road if you bring it up there, they're just going to be like, meh, like whatever. <laughs> oh, this guy's doing standup. You know, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not breaking balls or whatever, you know? So, but yeah, Kill Tony's fucking. That's got to be crazy though. Your first time ever and it's on Kill Tony. Oh yeah. In front of like 250 people, dude. At the comedy store. Oh God. Just soul crushing. But yeah. like, that was the first time I'd, uh, so my band had been on hiatus for like five years, man. And then that was the first time I had been on stage in, I don't even know how long. And I went up and I just tanked but like it was still like a high Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like it was them telling me that i should go up and do it you know like okay so i was like okay cool you know um but it was nerve-wracking but it was like the first time i'd felt that like rush in a long time so i was like i just i want to keep doing that so then i would just hit open mics like crazy here in hollywood and around the area like for a day you know until it just snowballed and you know you get better the more that you you get stage time you just do and, and are you using that same material on you know each open mic you know you said four a day so each one of those four the same at that stuff? time like early on yeah i mean okay. you only got so much like i had like two jokes right. i would go so up and i wouldn't saying. even fill the time you know it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like i was gonna say this stuff over and over and over again you know <laughs> you gotta tell how good someone is too but like if they're new and they're like how much time do you got like, oh, i probably got like an hour it's like no you don't <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> you got like five you got maybe like three five minutes yeah. good shit it was yeah. like two minutes dude of just repetition 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 i don't do any of the old 
like anything from back then though you know oh, everything's yeah. brand new like like when you see us on uh, the Yuma show let's the plug show. the Yuma yeah, show yeah. when's the, the day it's Friday the 2nd Friday, Friday December 2nd Yuma Arizona at the crest it's you know it's all brand new stuff it's all yeah. stuff that's been like written and polished over the last year so. it's gonna be good it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun dude it's gonna be a really good show I might dress as Doc Holiday you know <laughs> <laughs> I have a six shooter. <laughs> but Dustin's new no, stuff. No, I remember I, I couldn't have guns as a kid because the whole Jehovah's Witness thing, you know. Uh-huh. I would have like a banana in my holster. <laughs> everything. I would just look at things that look like guns like, oh, this stick. This could kind of be a rifle. Be like, you know? Just snacks. Yeah. <laughs> just everything's a snack. Yeah. I could have lightsabers, which is weird. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I feel like that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> lightsaber because you can chop a motherfucker's head off a gun just bam lightsaber's more personal you know i never seen Star Wars either is that bad? oh my god who are you? I just I couldn't get into it did you just grow up without a TV? no <laughs> were you just cooking, chasing lizards and collecting rocks or no, what? no I don't know I don't know. I just uh, Star Wars never caught my attention. I don't like sci-fi stuff. Oh, like uh, dude, the movie Tombstone. If they had lightsabers, that'd be fucking cool. <laughs> that would have changed the OK Corral. You know, Cowboys or Aliens. Oh, It'd that's be a good tomb, movie. Tomb like Infinity movie. Stone or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have any more questions? Um, so I, I guess like I, I don't want to eat up all your time, but I, I'm like dying to know. Uh, so from Texas, um, were you exposed to any of the the Bill Hicks and Sam Kennison stuff back in those days? Yeah, man. I lived with Carl LaBeouf, man, who was a outlaw of comedy, and uh, I would see Dan Merriman all the time. Um, Fill him in on who Carl Lebeau is. Carl Lebeau, uh, he worked with Sam Kennison. He was his opener. But he was so strong that a lot of the times uh, he would just go after Sam. Um, Carl was awesome, bro. I loved Carl so much. Uh, He passed away. He had a tough life, bro. He had a tough, tough life. You know, just a lot of... A lot of things happened, you know. Um, He couldn't work because he got... um, Basically, the kid that he... That this kid wasn't his kid, but he got stuck with child support for it. So he had he was always having to get paid under the table. He had a tragic story, but he was the most positive person you would ever meet. I love Carl, man. I, I miss him a lot. Uh, everyone loved Carl. You know, he's a great guy. Oh. I, I was just wondering about you know those Texas you know comedy roots. You know, mm-hmm. any any of that. So that's um, cool. Yeah, yeah, he's living, yeah he helped me that. a lot. He get, yeah, especially with acting, dude. Carl was like my acting coach pretty much he just he helped me so much dude with that um he was just one of those just great guys great great performer he was a performer bro like straight up just he he would go balls to the wall on stage doesn't matter how many people were there he would commit to the fucking bit bro me i'm kind of like if something's tanking i'll uh, you know i'll still get scared and stuff and like back out but carl was dude carl was awesome man that's that's cool yeah I love those dudes of the Texas Outlaws. Yeah. You guys got to see Dustin's new set too, man. His new stuff's ah, real. <laughs> like so real, but so fucking funny, man. You well, want to touch on that at all? Yeah, I don't know. The whole, like, I went to rehab. <laughs> That's what he was saying. Yeah. Oh. I'm so proud of this guy, man. When I met him, dude, the the, the wheels were just kind of falling off, and like this guy's so dialed dude, in yeah, and just focused and really just on point now, man. And uh, I just want to say that, dude. Like, Thanks, I'm so man. Proud no, of this guy. Like, I've heard that shit's hard. It was, it was, yeah, man. I kind of hit a point where I was gonna lose everything, and um, I didn't care about dying, you know. You know, I was doing a lot of blow. I was like. 
there could have been fentanyl in there. I had a bunch of friends die from it, but I didn't care. I was okay with dying. But then when I was like, you might, you're going to lose your career. Then it was like, okay. That just shows you how fucked up my priorities were, you know? Um, and now things are shifting. It's cool. I'm just happy. I'm Can I tell the story? About what? About the... Oh, the, the ghost bump? Did no. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I had a seizure, man. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I had a the seizure. The way he's doing, he's like, when you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, when you looked all dumb shaking on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I had a seizure. Oh, fuck. And there's a bunch of people around. And I was in this kind of recovery thing at the moment. Because I, I was trying. I wanted to quit, but I just couldn't. Um, and I had a seizure. And then there's some, like, my buddy was just holding my head. He was like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, Dustin. And some lady was like freaking out. She, oh my god! And he's, she's like, my son's name is Dustin. And I'm just like, way to make it about you, lady. You know? like, I'm like dying, and you're like, it's like the people on 9/11 that were like, oh, I work in an office building. Like, okay, you, we get it. You're a part of this now. You know, you just is affected. But uh, the weirdest, like, most div- divine part about that is like two hours prior to that. Like, I sat him down. And I was like, dude, I'm, like, I'm afraid you're gonna die. And two hours later, he had the seizure, man. And it just changed everything. I'm pretty sure I was going to die. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty wild. But I'm not now. Happy yeah. ending. Hey. Yeah, happy Comedy. Ending. We got a great uh, <laughs> yeah. show coming up. So Yuma, come ask. <laughs> I felt like we took a depressing turn just now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, December 2nd at the crest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool, man. It's Caesar just... was all right. I was a little shook up, but hey. <laughs> 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 Thought I was going to die, but I'm actually coming to Yuma, Arizona, December 2nd. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of like death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last question. Yeah. Do you prefer uh, acting or comedy? Um, I love them both, man. I if love you had them to pick both. one. If I had to pick one, oh, well, you make more money acting and people treat you better. You get free food. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Free food. I mean, if I had to pick one, I would probably do acting like, <laughs> and I know that's like not, it'd be cooler to say stand up comedy, but dude, acting, you get fucking insurance, bro. Come on. It's, like, <laughs> it's a smart way to go. You get health insurance, you get a union, you know? Yeah. It's comedy. It's like, it's, it's great. Yeah, but acting it's like, paid for the seizure. <laughs> and I, yeah, exactly. I've seen, com- I've seen this life destroy comics too. Comedy, you know, I've seen it fucking destroy. It almost destroyed me, man. Uh, it's, it's not, you know, like these comics now that were these road dudes when I started, they work at like fucking Sears and shit, you know, or they like, they want to get, yeah, hey, you know, yeah, comedy was great. Now I make these little uh, bird houses, you know, and sell those. It's going good, you know, so it's like, I feel like in acting, there can be more stability, but they're both very unstable things, you know? Yeah. yeah. They both seem, uh, yeah, not good for you. It's like, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, hey, what am I going to do? I'm going to sell insurance or some shit. You know? <laughs> I always go back to that because that's what my mom wanted me to do. It's like, <laughs> sell it insurance. is very stable. They're it both, is stable, they're right? They're both like terrible for the ego, too. They're they are so terrible polarizing. for the ego. Yes. Like one minute you feel, oh, I'm fucking awesome. The next minute you're delivering groceries for Instacart, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, fucking, uh, I just want to say thank you guys again for coming out. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us. Bar, Nick Romero. Thank you guys. Can't wait to see uh, Friday, December second. Uh, the Crest and Yuma. The Crest. Who's Yuma. on the show? So, and part of that, it's going to be us: uh, Emil, Jordan, myself. Nice. And oh, this is going to be fun then, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this will be fun. So the idea is, um, like, I would rather 
split, you know, 15 with, with these guys than like me try to, you know, fill the whole time or, or me hog up the whole time like it's about us all coming up together you know yeah, what i mean dude. so yeah do as much time as you guys want man because well, then we got a second like mr fucking headliner over here <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, do as much time. you're right you're right, you're right. No, i'll shut the fuck up no i maybe got like two, two and a half minutes, so. <laughs> <laughs> like i got my two minutes that i was solid too <laughs> at every open mic in yuma uh, yeah so yeah i mean as as we try stuff at open mics and we you know develop this like there, there should be those that you know have that chance and do it like do a show like you you made people laugh in an open mic you have your stuff together you know do some time at a real show like that's what we get out of it so uh, that's that's the whole goal and then like i said you guys doing this podcast this is part of the plan is you know let's enter you know uh i guess intertwine this into the comedy you know scene in yuma and let people you know, know about this stuff and and follow it. Yeah, dude, this is cool. We just get to hang with our buddies and talk shit. You okay. know what I mean? And then yeah. we get to go d- yeah. uh, talk shit on stage all together. It's gonna be yeah, fun. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I first, when you guys were coming, I was like super nervous. Mm-hmm. But you guys are fucking cool, man. Oh, like, I feel like we've hung man. out before. Yeah, I, I was yeah. trying. I was like, I'm super nervous right now. I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> right, nah, man. man. You guys are awesome, man. I'm really looking forward to you guys coming down to Yuma. Um, the weather will be nice, so we get uh, we'll have nice. nice weather, and then uh, it'll be a fun time. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll get you some ice waters and stuff. Whatever you, <laughs> you lame, sober fuck. No, Jack, <laughs> Jack and Cole, Cole the Jack. I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, do you guys have any uh, uh, dates to uh, put out or anything? Any, any other than Actually, Yuma? yeah. A yeah. Bakersfield, December 9th. And, um, At the Well Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're, it, it didn't, did you like shows with Pablo and stuff? Oh, yeah, we've got some Pablo, Pablo shows mm-hmm. coming up. I don't know the dates on those. Yeah, it's, those are three. Well, if you guys have it, I'll I'll, uh, I'll put it up here. I'll uh, Photoshop or the fuck I move Sweet. you into it. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah but other than that, man, uh, every Monday night, you know, we got that. We got our regular show in Torrance at, at the end. Uh, shout out to Harry, Harry. from the end, man. Mm-hmm. Is a solid, solid, uh, solid dude letting us do our thing there and uh, develop further for uh, for the road, man. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, any uh, social medias? You guys have Instagram? Uh, just Dustin Y B A R R A Dustin Ibarra. Nice. Oh, yeah, I learned yeah. how to pronounce <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, and you? Yeah, Nick <coughs> Nick R Comedian on Instagram. That's okay. it. You guys don't do any podcasts or anything? And you got any shows? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to Something I always have some bullshit that I'm trying to develop <laughs> A lot of irons yeah. in the fire Yeah, <laughs> too many irons in that fire Hell yeah Alright man, well thank you guys again for coming out um, That's it, we're done Cool, cool. Thank you oh, I got pissed Oh, oh, oh man Dude, I, I, I knew it Yeah, right underneath this thing That's a cool light though <laughs> Sturdy Didn't even move Sturdy.